0: Player, no one gives you any chance or gives you any credit or gives you any patience whatsoever. It's just get rid of him and get a new guy in and then that'll be the fix. Well, I'll tell you what, turns out it isn't a fix. I mean
2: stupid. It depends on who you it is a fix sometimes. It's not that's just a blanket rule. It depends on like if you look at Watford, you know, look at what Silver already did with Hole, given the fact that he was in an impossible job an amazing job there yeah really
0: look sometimes it does work work. sometimes it's depending on how good the manager is sometimes I think you need people need to show a bit more patience we did it on our on the Ball Street's new uh, strand the the breakfast show news at 10 we spoke about what Shakespeare was saying we had four games and any Premier League manager is in crisis and I think there's a lot of truth in that statement, yeah, yeah. but it's nonsense. It should be complete nonsense, in my opinion. Because if you stick long enough, most managers will get it right. Again, it's, I don't think it's a blanket rule, but I think if you go, if you can, there's so many variables in football, and but we're totally judged on the result of a game. But there's so, like, so many moments in a game. There's so much. There's so many players involved. Constantly, yeah. That sometimes you just got to stick with it, and if you can see a general improvement there. Generally,
2: football fans are pessimistic, though. They are pessimistic people. So you you know, at Spurs on in Tottenham Twitter.
0: But if Pochettino loses six on the bounce, you get rid of him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, look, look. I'm not saying he would, but that's that's probably what would happen. If you if you lost six on the bounce, there would certainly be people calling for his head. That is the most insane it thing. It is. Ever. It is, but you're logical and, and, and you're you're thoughtful and you're philosophical. Right. right? Which are all positive things. Yeah. But you're also a snowflake. <laughs> Alright? What does that mean? It means you don't have the bollocks to make the tough decisions. That's not true. It is. Ollie's gotta go. Ollie
0: has not got to go, how dare
2: you. Uh, Ollie's gotta get out of your football club. And then,
0: He's th- a cancer. <laughs> He's not a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you've got to understand. If someone's bringing something to your club beyond results,
2: absolutely, I'm one. No, that sounds weird. I, no, I don't I subscribe completely to that because the criticisms of Pochettino is that what's what's he won? won? Um, he hasn't won anything, but it feels fucking great being a Spurs fan at the moment. It has yeah. done for the last three years.
0: Yeah, you need to. There's not enough studies done on like momentum, and it is. In football, momentum um, is such a powerful thing, but at the same time, it can change literally like that. Even in the game, weird sending off, refereeing decision, a bit of luck—it can change. And and you know, there are peaks and troughs with it. So, I think if you can have—you've got to when you've got a bit of momentum, or there are any opportunities to start to build momentum, you need to kind of push forward with those. So, when people, you think people are in. there are these like nonsense statements from chairman saying we're completely behind the manager, and you know they're going to get sacked like <laughs> one game later. That doesn't just affect that manager that goes; it affects the manager after, because you've set a precedent. How long would you have given Shakespeare? Shakespeare uh, to at least ten, at least ten games. I know. So is that only two more? <laughs> like, I think I would have given two. Look, where are Leicester going to finish this season? Like. Not I they're too good. No, to they are too That's good well to finish. and they and they probably would do, but like, I think you give him fifteen games, don't you? Not completely floundering. Nah, get him They out. look good against a couple of. The, they look good against Arsenal. Looked uh, good against Brighton, and know Brighton are the greatest of teams. I just, I think I'm de, I'm more than delighted too far. I'm very happy that he's gone because I don't think he deserves a job in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he
2: shouldn't. A be place sad. in your heart for. Uh, Mr. Dilly-dong or whatever called. Um, yeah, he's called. Yeah, a nice bloke. Thank you so much for joining us on Long Ball Street Podcast. We've got lots to pack into today's show, including Tottenham in the Bernabeu. <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> watching Emmerdale. <Amadeu. laughs> yeah. Tottenham in the Bernabeu. Is Emmerdale Emma Dow? watching Emmerdale, what? Is Amadeu on on Tuesday? Probably, I don't know, is it? I don't know. I'll be too busy watching Tottenham in the Bernabeu. Uh, we've also got uh, Troy Deeney's comments about Arsenal. How... Refreshing it was for a footballer to talk in such open and frank ways. Or unprofessional. Or unprofessional, since we're looking at it. Uh, actually selling uh, Newcastle United uh, safe standing. Good news, safe standing at Shrewsby and probably won't talk about Napoli and Man City because... Don't know anything about Napoli. Should be a caucus. I know Adam. they're very good. They're top the Trees Mertens. And we might, we might fit in some other bits and pieces. And anyone watching live on YouTube, will field your questions. We've about five minutes to go. We'll give you a shout, put some decent questions in, Something. and we'll ask them. You can literally <laughs> ask James anything, and he'll answer it.
0: Rob Spur calling for James' story. Never been told. What story? The story that I never got to tell. I mean, there's not lots. It's not even that good. <laughs> so maybe just keep moving from
2: um, yeah, so, you know, we'll ask you questions, anything at the, end of the, at the end of the show, and uh, we'll see where we go. Okay, Tottenham versus Real Madrid. From an outside perspective, what 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 do you think? Do you, Have you even thought about it, and not really, uh, no, fair enough.
0: No, I haven't overly, to be honest. I'll tell you what, Do I like about it, this is a weird thing, about this fixture, is in my head, you're both playing in white, and I love a white kit. Yeah, <laughs> very clean. Looks good. You look good when you're wearing it, and I just like that. Um, the game itself, is something with actual value that I can <laughs> say, uh, it is going to be a really interesting one because they're seen as the best team in European football, are floundering in the league. Um, they will be favourites. I think if you're, I think if you're Pochettino, you go, you go to the lads. You go, tell you what, fucking enjoy this one you've won the two games before you're in a good place in the group no one is expecting you to do something but you could scare the whole of Europe tonight like, give it a go fuck
2: like, if we if if we beat Real Madrid right away if we do that is a massive massive statement to the rest of rest of Europe one it also tells our players and our manager that we can win the fucking Champions League yeah,
0: because you can if you'll beat you're beating,
2: the, hardest, the hardest the hardest fixture in the Premier in, in uh, hardest, hardest picture in the Champions League Is probably Napoli away Barcelona away Real Madrid away And maybe And City, away. City away Yeah man. so those are the, the four ones If you beat any one of those away That is a massive statement Yeah um, well, You're right though We are in a position Where we, we, we've we won our first two We need a point from Either one of the Real Madrid games Or the Dortmund away game Which is tough in itself And to beat Applewell And we're
0: guaranteed to go through In a group that a lot of people didn't Didn't think we would do um, I think, obviously, winning those first, first two games allows you to go into this one in a different frame of mind. But is there a different feeling around Champions League this year? Did that, did that Borussia Dortmund game just kind of blow away a lot of the, the nerves? Do you know, do you know th- this
2: always happens in football, and I can't explain why, but everybody thinks they know how a Champions League group is going to go. And there's always one or two teams that surprise. You know, no one Spurs were favourites to go through our group last year. Monaco, what no one even thought about, and they got through to the yeah, semi-final. Yeah. There's so much more to football, and it's, it's uh, uh, than what you know previously about that team. So much can change in a small amount of time. Yeah. The Spurs may have, may, have, there's something might have clicked in Tottenham that people don't, and, and fans of Spurs hadn't even seen that what makes us perfect for playing in uh, in in the Champions League Trophy. And what I saw against Dortmund, and I think part of this was forced by the fact that Dortmund was so good on the ball that we played a count, one of the most counter-attacking, effective counter-attacking um, performances I've, I've ever seen mm. from
0: a Spurs side. I also think psychologically not being the favourites for the group. I think, look, if you go, if you go really kind of basic on it and you go, which, what's the price of the squad that's been assembled, you should be getting out of that group. But because of how badly he'd done the year before, and um, Borussia Dortmund played exciting football, mm. you thought that... You, well at the very least sorry at the very best your second favourites to get through and uh, I don't think anyone would have had us there the second. but favorite. only because of last time like you, you just, you've been the best team in, in the Premier League for the last two seasons to a point mm. in terms of the results but you're in a nice little pocket there where you kind of got, you aren't the favourites so you can just give it a go instead of that pressure of like why aren't you beating Swansea at home or why, aren't you, why can't you win at Wembley Yeah, there's I mean, a different kind
2: of feel to it I s- that yeah, there's a lot of that in terms of pressure and with the impact that that has even on professional footballers. Because you do still yeah. have
0: young players; they're experienced to a point, but in the Champions League, less so. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of. How
2: much does experience count for in these tournaments? I think experience is a kind of cliched. Oh, he's got
0: experience in the Champions League. Does it make any difference to players? I think again, there's a, like a. Uh, it's just a I think it's football, a bit of a sweet though, spot with it because you. It's about like so in in the championship what I've seen it with I've seen it with QPR a bit this year definitely seen it with Brentford when I've watched them is that the actually you're better off buying younger hungrier players it is a thing like I was like well hang on these, these guys have been there and done it mm. it means nothing if they haven't got the stomach <coughs> for the fight anymore mm. whereas you're actually better off being uh, having less quality less experience but having more gusto um, and that's probably what you saw with Monaco last season. Is that they, they had zero experience, but apart from Falcao, but they had, they yeah, they were they that sort of youthful vigor, and they were fearless, and there was there wasn't zero pressure on them, and they actually had good players, players who were going to go on and have gone on to different teams and will be, um, you know, will be stars, I guess. But in yeah. that moment in time, it sat quite well with them. I think that's quite helpful for, for a lot of teams.
2: I'll tell you what, what might be fascinating tonight is when Harry Winks goes up against Luka Modric.
0: That is interesting. Similar players?
2: The old guard versus the young blood, um, very similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, he, Harry Winks is miles from Luka Modric, right? He's not even in his world in terms of his ability on the pitch, but his raw ability, they're cut from the same cloth. They're similar type of players. Um, Lovely technique, low centre of gravity, a nightmare to to try and tackle. And and they find a way into space. And while I think this game's way too big, too soon for winks, I'm not sure Pochettino would agree with me. And I wouldn't be surprised if he starts against Real Madrid in the Bernabeu.
0: But we've seen these over the years. You like Cesc Fabregas against, I think it was Juventus. I think he's playing against Vieira, Mm. uh, dominated the the game. Or I might be completely wrong with that. Bale against Inter Milan. There are games where people kind of arrive a little back, bit yeah. so that's another exciting bit for the game is that it is uh, an exciting game against uh, well, the champions Yeah. so someone like Harry Winks he could could you know arrive which is exciting
2: yeah absolutely um, someone how
0: might t- watch this tomorrow and they you've got pump 5 now. yeah yeah I mean
2: we could <laughs> and, and I think obviously this game doesn't ultimately doesn't have much bearing on how we get on for the rest of the season I don't I think Spurs fans are mildly confident and what would be interesting about li- people listening to this after the podcast is how wrong we get it but uh, as fans as everything going into this game we're mildly confident I'm confident that we'll be able to get something from the game I don't think we'll win the big problem is that we've got no left-sided uh, wing back
0: just, uh, just going off topic a bit but um, so Rory from CFC Fan TV can yeah. we talk about him just for a second Yeah, go on. just because what we're doing right now is we're kind of going oh this could happen bit mm. of hope these are my predictions. Fine, Rory. <laughs> Rory on Friday did a preview for the Crystal Palace game. Yeah, uh, and um, he destroyed he Crystal, Crystal Palace, destroyed didn't he? Crystal Palace and Roy Hodgson in his very good strand. That's five reasons why, whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> he just said the main reason is Roy Hodgson. And uh, what happened? The footballing gods. Footballing gods collected yeah. their dues. They swatted him away, like a, with a delicate waft like like it was from Roy Hodgson's neck get out of my way <laughs> give me my three points <laughs> and he went all over Twitter
2: yeah yeah. He got I haven't had cruc- that yet I haven't, on, bless him.
0: I haven't had that that kind of that moment of probably because I haven't got any followers on Twitter yeah. but that moment of like I put myself out there and then get smacked in the face um, you, you know uh, with Harry Kane but in a good way Then.
2: yeah I don't you don't really give a shit And remember when this shit happens you, they, no one really gives a shit You know, they don't care about you or who you are in yeah. any way they, 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 they message you and then they move on Troy Deeney's comments about Arsenal
0: can I just say for people don't sorry for people who don't uh, watch this live on YouTube mm. Adam in the comments is <laughs> insane Adam is doing the streams just off camera here as he always is and we appreciate that but what, Adam what just insane? I, I don't know you just like it's just some weird conversation going on in the comments yeah they're playing they're play, currently in the
2: comments they're playing Kill Marry <laughs>
3: Shag
2: or Shag Someone, so said, someone said, "Someone Shag Adam, marry Adam, kill Adam.
3: Wow. In that order. Yeah, and yeah, all I've sense. had
2: was kill Flav, which is
3: nice. Um, someone else suggested the game.
2: What? What game?
3: Shag, marry,
2: kill. Oh, yeah, no, I know it wasn't you. Okay. All right, let's move on to people that aren't watching sorry, on YouTube. Sorry. That's alright, it's fine. Um, just don't get to do it again. Okay. Uh, yeah, Troy Deeney his comments about Arsenal. P- prior to the game, they brought him in. Uh, sorry, uh, after the game, they brought him into the. Uh, the sky, the sky sports, or BT, Can't BT, remember. Sport. BT Sports, which was quite cool to get a player in after the game and sit him down and uh, and talk to him, and um, and he just basically said, I know that Arsenal haven't got any bollocks, so I know that my str- I'm not going to be as good as you, but my strength is going to unsettle you, and for, I think for a lot of Arsenal fans, certainly ones you see on Arsenal fan TV, they probably agree with him that there are no, there is no bollocks in that team, um, but. I think the more important more interesting question is should he have said it
0: and if if not why not if you want do you know what, it's down to his personality and what he's happy with for like the entertainment of football fans for the discussion point it's helpful like for us it gives us something to talk about and it was refreshingly honest yeah or it, well you got the feeling it was an honest opinion from him and he seems quite happy to do that. He doesn't. He doesn't care, does he? He's
2: he's absolutely brilliant at talking. Yeah, yeah. He's so comfortable, um, and I think he just sees through the bullshit of football. Really, he's gone. You know, he did something bad in the, in the past. He went to prison for it, and he came out of it. I think a lot more f- philosophical. It seems that way anyway. In the way he's talk- spoken about it before, he doesn't suffer the bollocks of football. He just he realizes it's a game. He realizes what he's paid to do. And the way he talks is if he's like, he's, he's almost transcended, I don't know, that's, that's, that's a grand way, he'd hate that I think, but I he, he's it. just risen above all the, the nonsense that football Which, yeah, is. Yeah, he's
0: kind of pushed past it hasn't he, yeah, yeah you're right, uh, I, th- I think we need players like him, in terms of people who are actually going to speak their mind, because when I think of the top players in football, they're just sort of like... It's, it's, they're just mute, aren't they? Yeah. They're just sort of my well, mind. Because no, none of <laughs>
2: none of them want to fuck up their legacy. None of them want to fuck up the opportunity to get paid. None of them want to fuck up sponsorship deals down the yeah. road. None of them want to speak their mind because when they do, historically, footballers get chastised. And I think often they they don't have the intelligence or nouns to to ride that storm or or or, 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 or um, force it in the direction that's beneficial to them. I think Troy Deeney has such a level of intelligence that he could probably do that. One person who doesn't, who pretends he does, is Joey Barton, who can't manage the media or, or,
0: well, he's, is yeah, needlessly
2: he's, uh, antagonistic and abrasive. Yeah. When he's when he, because he's making a point about something, he thinks that he's doing God's work. Do you know what I mean? He thinks he's doing the good thing. And it's definitely when got really high himself.
0: He's yeah, he's on Talk sport a lot at the moment. Um, yeah, he's
2: morning show. Isn't he? Yeah,
0: him and him and Alan Brazil. I think he has moments where he makes decent comments. I think that him and Troy Dean are both in that kind of that mid-table Premier League player level where you can't, you are relevant, but you can kind of say what you want because it's really not going to affect your life too much. Yeah. Um, in terms of what he said, I think the bottom line actually is it probably is unprofessional. It probably is. It's not going to do him any good saying stuff like that, but well, actually, it's nice to have, well, he's probably his status within other other people will know him a little bit more if that's what he's after. Yeah, I mean,
2: he... Does he need to say that? It depends probably you, not. He, I think he's on to a better career after, after he's finished playing. If he wants to go into punditry, he's set himself up perfectly for that. Yeah, by
0: being antagonistic, which is...
2: Is it antagonistic though? I don't yeah, think. he knows what he's doing. No, no. So I would see antagonistic as someone who's been needlessly, um, and needlessly provocative to get, to cause a reaction to further his agenda. In this instance, he was just asked answered the question instead of straight batting it. You know, we just give hundred and ten percent and went out there and you know, so, so, do you know what I mean? Instead, of he said, "Honestly, what I think is the Arsenal haven't got any bollocks at the moment." And I don't, I don't think I like, I, yeah, he I didn't create the situation. It was put in front of him, and he he answered honestly. I think there's something very admirable in that.
0: But how would, um, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, yeah. How would Troy Deeney feel if someone said that about Watford, and he is someone who, like, uh, look, there is this kind of blanket um, statement that that Arsenal don't have leaders, don't have bollocks, don't have whatever. Mm. But for the people involved his fellow professionals they might be trying as best they can
2: what are saying is you should respect players his fellow professionals I'm
0: saying I'm saying if it was the other way around and say they were in the situation that like they were at the back end of last season where they weren't winning games they were getting pumped 5-0 by Man City mm. and say 90-80% of that team were um, weren't putting, putting themselves about and putting the effort in but he was one of the few who truly believed that they were giving everything they could to be a good professional and do well. Yeah. Then how would you feel if some some guy just comes up and says says that? Um, I think he's casting an opinion that's
2: clearly evident. You know, you look at Zaka when when.
0: But but also not quantifiable.
2: No that's that's fair like
0: I'm sure all of them got well, I mean look there's
2: evidence in it like even say so, it he, he was a blanket response I guess he kind of he's casting and said there must have been players in Arsenal that do give a shit but then when you see the the goal that they can see is Xhaka's on the edge of the box and there's fucking four Bl- Watford players on their own and he's picking his nose
0: literally yeah.
2: you know you think that is a lack of heart and desire and, and bollocks to
0: for get what, in yes absolutely and for what it's worth I agree with what he's saying Yeah, yeah. I agree with what he's saying but I think that's down to recruitment. You have different kinds of football players.
2: Jacques is supposed to be a fucking like a, a, a
0: have a bit about him, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like all
2: the red cards and whatnot, and he's just proven to be a huge expenditure for a very limited return. Currently, <laughs>
0: he has moments, but I think there's he needs someone alongside him who can go right, okay, this isn't working. Give me the ball. Let me just sort this out for a bit. What? And Jacker doesn't seem to want to to do that. Yeah, his defending for the, the cleverly goal, the winning goal was that's outrageous. What defending? Yeah, nothing.
2: He just stood there and was passed by. If I was a manager, I would saying, "You're fuck. You're out of the team." Yeah,
0: and I watched it's... the twenty last twenty minutes of that game. And Dini he did get involved, and I think he's also playing up his own part as well. Yeah, because he, you know, he wants to be involved more. He's probably annoyed that he's not starting these games.
2: The skill in these, the way he delivered these points, he was self-deprecating, but while giving himself yeah. a platform.
0: And it's and that's something that F- Watford fans will. Just where well, they'll love it yeah, because it's about heart and hard work and physicality all things that English football fans love mm. instead but can he there are other things that he probably can't do and that's what I mean by that point is that there are players that, the problem with the Arsenal team is the balance isn't right they need a and we all know this they need a Matic they need a N'Golo Kante they need a Idrissa Gay, they need someone who can be the sort of stomach and the grip for that team mm. Doesn't mean that the other players aren't decent players, but they haven't got the right blend. Seems to
2: be a blind spot for Benga that defensive midfielder <laughs> Massively, yeah. yeah. Like he just he's had years to sort it. He sort like he pulled it out of bag with Vieira, found the best box to box midfielder to ever do it, one of. And since then he's just not
0: yeah. been able to find the grit. did enough. Um, but yeah, mate, like great touch for Bigler. Like we're doing podcasts five years every year, every <laughs> couple of months. We go. Do you know what they need? <laughs> Center back, but <laughs> defensive midfielder and the striker I mean they've got the striker but yeah. it's the same thing but yeah I, mean, it's, it's interesting. I saw one comment there it's unprof- someone was saying unprofessional but true I think that's probably about right
2: but what do you want though what do you, in terms of football being an entertainment sport it's about us enjoying it on and off the pitch the, the, the kind of do you want people to play as a straight, straight bat everything I don't no, I want no, them no, to be all. controversial and say things that everyone else is thinking it's so boring here hearing players just give out sp- spill out cliches.
0: Yeah, I think I, I think there is a there is a more polite way of doing it, and it being about Watford instead of it being about this other team being a dig at the other team. Mm. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't overly care. <laughs> but, but you I know, know if, a... we, if it is about being polite or being a decent professional to other professionals, then he's probably. He could have Get his mouth shut And just enjoyed the win But if he's having A bit of fun Then good luck to him Do you care about Ashley in Newcastle Yeah I think I do Really A little bit tiny bit I think, it's, I think it's I find that Ashley I don't know enough About his situation uh, And his intention Is he done that bad Is getting them up again I know they go back down
3: Guys don't Don't do this What He's done so bad Has he gone? Yeah Well so, okay. yeah, I, I, I've I read it it's written it down I've got it, it.
0: It was it you're saying? So he's been there ten seasons. He's taken them down twice. One top t- top half finish in the entire period that he's been at the club. Massive relegations. Two relegations. Yeah, four manages. cup wins. I think four FA Cup wins. It's <laughs> more than QPR. Yeah, four so don't FA bet on Fernandez. So yeah, it's just a complete lack of ambition, isn't it?
3: He doesn't care about what happens on the pitch as long as they stay in the Premier League and he has a global audience for sports sorry. So he spend the minimum amount possible mm. to keep them in the league. Um, which is obviously infuriating for Newcastle fans. Yeah. Because they're just, and he's hiring people who don't really deserve to be where they are. They haven't earned it, like Joe Caneo and Alan Pardy. So they essentially are yes-men and they'll do whatever he says. They're happy to manage for a club that has no ambition. Dennis Wise.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a good show. She's
3: plucked out of nowhere. I
0: think, I think the problem as well is that he came into the club and, a lot of, and then a lot of overseas owners have come in. One statement that he has made, which I think is a fair comment, is he, he's gone, there's there's clubs now with the with the wealth of a country. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that wealth. I can't spend that kind of money. He'd burnt his bridges before then, and the way that he's spoken to the fans, the way that he's dealt with different managers, uh, and then the people that he's uh, appointed, as um, Adam said, that have been yes-men, that's that's a bit more unforgivable than his ability to spend money or not spend money uh, but I can understand the frustration for Newcastle fans because you've seen yeah all these guys come in with silly amounts of money and they're spending that money and I think it's quite easy for football fans to go well, well you, you do it <laughs> you spend that kind of money mm. um, and he hasn't wanted to do it but there's no doubt that he's he's not the right man for Newcastle he never has been he's not been endearing to them at all no. um, changing the name of the stadium
2: that's Me is the absolute non starter, you know. And look, it the the branding rebranding of and and naming rights of stadium is going to be a a thing that all clubs, certainly in the top flight with a global audience, going to have to face at some stage. There's no way that Spurs can build this stadium without selling the rights to the stadium, and there's a strong possibility big rumors that it's going to be called the Nike Stadium, Nike Stadium, um, which, while is one of the cooler brands in the world it's not like the, the fucking Sainsbury Stadium yeah it could be a Excuse lot worse me, it man. still leaves a little hollow feeling in my stomach yeah. um, but you know it's, it's there's I mean outside you know one top ten finishes sacrilege is terrible and and the, the huge contract Alan Pardew should be enough to you know, for him to be torn out of the football club himself. You know, it's eight years he was given Alan Pardew in eight that years. Was, that was odd. That Weird. Was um, he
0: had had a great season the season before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're, they're a unique club as well. 52,000 people go to that. It, it like you know, We've heard um, Brian, True Geordie, talk about it before. That it is a bubble in Newcastle. Yeah, because it's one team. And yeah, considered. and so... That creates a different kind of pressure for that team, and they are huge. They're a huge club, Mm. but they and but the the chairman hasn't. um, He's not big enough. It's time
2: anyway. It's uh, regardless of what's gone on ten years, no real progress up and yo -yo yoing up and down the league. It's time for a change. The one thing
0: that you've got to be a bit scared of is I think you were saying that uh, they they want to sell by Christmas. They've come out and made that statement. And that can mean two things. One, you've got a guy, uh, uh, you know, some owners, some investors, sorry, ready to go. Yeah. And it's down the line and you're just finishing it off. Or, and apparently there's four people that are, you know, looking into it at the moment, have signed uh, NDAs that might pay the $380 that he wants. He's even, but he's also kind of gone, made a statement saying they're willing to take staggered payments. That's the bit that kind of, I can understand It looks all rosy if you go, oh, we want this done by Christmas, because you think, why would you come out and say that?
4: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
1: Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
0: If you didn't have someone sorted, but then when he says, I'm ha- you know, they're okay to take staggered payments. You're happy to make that backward step. It makes you think that maybe it's something else. There was a journalist saying that the idea of making that statement is to smoke out all the yeah. investors and get them to finally go, okay, fine, this much. And we'll give it to you, but we'll give it to you over five years. Yeah, yeah. But what will be a really scary moment for new car? I mean, is it scary for Newcar? I don't know, but if it gets to February and it's not done yet because he was doing that they were just trying to smoke out the investors and get it sorted out in that sense and also if, if he's put a deadline on it and he hasn't got an investor yet is he going to rush through a move yeah. and then if that happens are you getting the wrong guy in
2: we had a good comment from Stephen Diary. he says why on earth are Newcastle always described as a massive club they won the league once in 1927 they last one their last one anything 62 years ago Briggs crowds now but so what even those figures were only a post 94 they were
0: phew. I mean look big club small club m- middle sized club uh, it, I mean, it's not overly important the, the, the big thing for me I think they're a huge club because it's a big city mm. they're the main club in that mm. city and they get strong support every single They I mean, are. 52,000 they,
2: they are they are a big club they are, you, yeah. can't, you but, can't get 52,000 and they've been in the, you know
0: they've They've finished second uh, a few different times. They've had some massive footballers in the Premier League era and before that they've had some... you have Kevin Keegan, you've had um, Malcolm Allison, all those all those different guys. Mm. They are a massive club. They are a massive club.
2: Um, I'm not sure what the source is but someone's saying in the comments here that Arsenal are reportedly willing to sell Ozil for 10 million, 10 to 15 million during January. If you're an Arsenal, would you take 10 to 15 million given the fact you're, you're losing five months later? Might as well not. What's 10, 15 million to a club like Arsenal?
0: I mean, like we were talking about earlier, like he's he's, he's a really talented player if he's got those grit players around him. Mm. and then he, But instead, there are people asking him to be the man and he hasn't got the stomach for it. So I think the sooner he goes, the sooner you can move forward and get the right, right sort in. Um, so, I mean, I don't think the money matters now million is as much as having zero really but if you want to get in the Champions League you're better off keeping him till the summer I would say.
2: Massive problems if Ozil's lef- left you know not even the, the fact that he hasn't been that effective but what does that say what's happening there it's uh, it, it, you can't even conceive him leaving in January like lo- losing for free at the end of the season I think that does way more who do they replace him with how do they bring him in it's not like Drax going to just turn like oh yeah the, all right, I'm going Is join he offering
0: him. that much at the moment? I don't know, I'd be interested to know what Arsenal fans think about it. I'm not saying he's not, but uh, he's not. I'm not an Arsenal fan, but he, I haven't been reading that he's doing great. So are you actually losing that much?
2: Oh, I don't know, just make, make, make Let us know in the comments what, what, what you think. Um, will, will, is Arsenal sell, selling Ozil a statement in, in January, or are they better off keeping him?
0: John Vontan says, uh, Ozil is a world-class footballer, but Arsenal have broken him. Put him with Pep Potch. And you'll see Real Madrid Ozil again.
2: That would be funny.
0: It's about the balance of the players around him. That's what I was saying earlier. It would,
2: be, would be well funny. It's what, Spurs just tore it up again? No, Spurs, just, Spurs, sometimes you need a new start. Spurs, oh, just, Spurs. just went. Spurs just went.
0: Oh, that's it. That's it.
2: <laughs> Have got that's it. <laughs> haven't got to move. Haven't got to move. OK, well, I don't know. He's just, he's a, he's a great player, but it seems sometimes. He's troubling you. He's troubling you. It, with what? Ozil.
0: You seem troubled.
2: I I uh, I could give a shit. It mm. actually makes me happy. Right. I was just I was just I was stalling for, to, to find the running order. Right. Again. Got of, it. Uh, yeah. Safe standing at <laughs> Shrewsbury. Sixty-five grand they've raised to be the first club in league or currently in League One, second in the league. Flying. They are flying. They, they yeah, haven't lost terrible. a game. Nine wins, four defeats, yeah. like four draws. Um, <laughs> it looks like they're going into League uh, Championship.
0: Everything, can keep it going. Obviously, yeah.
2: Well, I don't know, and what I should have researched is. Would that they, they would have. There'd have to be some sort of passing law in order to have safe standing in 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 the top two divisions because you can already in League One.
3: Yeah. So well, we have, you still got we it in Birmingham, have not you? Have I think there's an understanding. Oh, they that. don't you have to change
2: it for three years.
3: Don't there have there is some sort of agreement that eventually we are planning to change it, um, but it doesn't seem to really be happening. No we're Moving one's to a new ground, apparently. Yeah. In 2019.
0: So. But I think Sh- Shrewsbury would given the all clear to to sort of test it out haven't they?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think so you know, I mean, So
0: I, regardless of what league they're in like you know Celtic could be doing safe standing obviously teams in Germany are doing it in major leagues mm. so I think they were kind of they've been given the uh, the all clear to, to do it I think it's just a matter of time it's, it's just a kind of they're going through the proceedings of it and doing the right thing Yeah um, it, Yeah it'll be a good trivia question Massive, like 60 years yeah,
2: Massive massive statement though isn't it It's it's, it's, it's kind of you just, you just, what? Just like want everyone just to come to their senses and just say that this is what everybody wants. It's clear that this is not a dangerous way to, to watch football. It's safer, in fact, than standing up behind seats and cutting your shins yeah. to pieces. I mean, when you have a great win against a rival, your legs are in bits, your shins are bug- buggered you know, your knees are bruised to fuck. Yeah, you know, th- this is much safer and a logical step forward. But it's it's kind of we move so slowly.
0: And in terms of yeah, that's that's probably true. But it, in the grand scheme of things, you bought after everything that's happened, um, you're probably better off. Do, well, you are better off doing it the right way, doing it slightly slower mm. in this country. because, you know, yeah, you don't want anything bad happening again. I, I think you can't underestimate how much of a lifeline this is going to be to to working class young football fans. Who want to go and support their team don't have the cash to do it yeah because if that can bring the if it can be if you can have entire stands that are safe standing and it allows you to put those ticket prices down it's you can get you can get football back to where it kind of where it should be where it is so visceral it's like you can f- feel it and go mad and it's like a little mosh pit like it's, it, that football was missing it so
2: much. I miss terraces so much, even the old ones. I, I really do miss them Like it was such a different experience, a more bonding experience. Yeah. Than 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 sitting. It could, became such a stir, and I know for good reason why seats were brought in. Without doubt, you know something you had to change. It wasn't safe. Crash barriers were the worst if you were standing in front of them. I remember being a kid and. I was only tall enough to get about. They were essentially, for those who don't know, ter- old terraces were just like steps that went down towards the pitch, and then to stop surging, which is where what would happen in the old days, where the whole cr- all the crowds would wave from one side to the other, they put in surge barriers sporadically across this sort of concrete um, terracing, and that would stop the swirks, the surging. So but you still would still pro- You wa- yeah, you probably we're do. Still there, br- yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing, though, isn't it? It's a, yeah, like, but like it, little ends.
2: Exactly. Like ends. Exactly, yeah. And uh, But in, 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 in Brentford's case, the, the actual stay at stand isn't that deep. You no, know? No. How, how many rows deep is that? Is oh, you, like uh, 20? 20, 20? yeah. So a bit more. A bit more. So, so, 30
3: rows. It's still enough that if everyone there says your front, people get crushed as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, you'd spill over into the pitch.
2: Yeah. Um, Anyway, so it's, and I remember being like sitting in front of the kids you'd have to put kids on the other side of the surge barriers so that they wouldn't wouldn't get crushed right. so there was a lot wrong with it don't get me wrong but there was uh, you know it was special you know you I was sharing it
0: away last last year and just to, and it wasn't you know it was it was, it was crammed We lost but we, when we scored the goal it was the whole reason to go to the football is to Lose feel yourself. part of something. And when you, that moment when you score a goal. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. It is. When you do it standing up and you can jump on someone and they don't it, give a shit. Yeah. It's class. I,
2: I I would describe scoring a goal against your rivals, especially if it's like t- the second one in quick succession. So you score one. Great example. Uh, Aaron Lennon scoring against, sorry, sorry, uh, Bale scoring against Spurs and then, uh, sorry, against Arsenal for Spurs and then, Literally from the kickoff, a second attack. Uh, Scott Parker puts slices this beautiful ball through L- Lennon, makes this crescent run, takes it on, goes past the keeper, and scores again two goals yeah, in yeah. two minutes. That second goal the f- it was the best feeling I've ever had in my entire life. That and Harry Kane goal against Arsenal, you know, it was better than, you know, had, <laughs> better than any sex I've ever had, better than any sex. And you weren't any- spent.
0: You weren't like, oh, just give us a.
2: Second. No, you're, you're, no. You're out of
3: breath from the first. No, no. You, haven't recovered.
2: you just recovered. You just <laughs> had it in you enough, and you don't know what's going on. And the, the just the elation. It's like, you people search. They do crazy things around this world, to to find that moment of feeling alive and just pure, like spine tingling feeling. I've done lots of really fun stuff in my life. I've enjoyed my life to an excess. Nothing compares to that feeling nothing it is incredible fucking love it it's fucking electric
1: yeah, yeah, good
2: beautiful uh, before we go into your questions and end the podcast I uh, want, want to get your thoughts on Antonio Conte ripping into Chelsea players and he plans to replace Michi Batishway good, eh? in January What's, I can't say he loses a couple of games he loses his shit he just wants everything his own way
0: you're so um...
2: get him out of Chelsea Football Club
0: <laughs> I'm it's this becoming clearer and clearer how you are like what you just you wait you're, you're waiting for like the press or something to go that way and then you go he's got to go and he, he's good actually go. he's good isn't he yeah. I like him yeah. you you loved Conte I do love him you loved Conte it's time for him to go it's the milk is sour yeah yeah <laughs> then, he's got to uh, go
2: look, he, wake he won. up and smell the coffee it's just fun isn't it because they won the league they were unstoppable last season Um, Chelsea fans proper like smug got the best manager in the league and the wheels are falling off Jim
0: mate you literally, you literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally the wheels crazy. are crazy falling about off him three weeks ago he's driving the bus
2: <laughs> off a clip. get him out before yeah. he kills everybody with this
0: with this statement taken out of context yeah. he uh, he's all a great right. manager he's very emotional yeah and he's not like, that. like that he manager. Wants, do you know, he likes an excuse as well which I'm a little bit come on now you know yeah get on with it yep yeah your head up you've got, you know, you've got embarrass- embarrassment of riches there you've got players all over the world on loan deals you know, maybe bring a few back can general. you request some questions for us? Yeah. Uh yeah get your questions in yeah John Vonton, Conte's losing his hair again um, Craig uh, a good friend of mine is uh, he loves a hair transplant on a football person <laughs> <laughs> goes crazy about Rooney uh, losing and then finding his hair and then losing it and then finding it again yeah. Conte he says is the best hair transplant out there right now, it is
2: incredible. It's he's, th- he's done the, that. The surgeon, whatever you call them, has yeah. done uh, has an absolute worldie. So it's 12
0: grand and it's follicle by follicle. They put them in, it's disgusting. It's incredible. Isn't it, it is. Have you ever but seen you would, the process you, on the
2: telly? Kind of, no, yeah.
0: If you've got that kind of money, would you do
2: that? They've got a uh, I don't think I could go through it. I don't give a shit. I would just shave my head. Would you? Yeah, you shave your head. You essentially, when you're going bald, you do the reverse. So bald people with beards, they look all right. So you just reverse it. You try. Oh, I can't grant my head anymore. We'll ground my head. But yeah, yeah. It Switch it around. If you want to be silly, yes, James. Um, we was having a little chat while we wait for the questions to come in, right? We was having a little chat about what do emojis mean. Which what emojis mean what? And you know the little sideways glance to with the smirk. In my head, that's like that's a frisky little flirty one to send when you're saying like. Have to show. Do you want a bit of the D?
0: Go get go little, sh-
2: and then and it's creepy unless you put the little sideways lancing smi- smiley. Yeah, people know what I'm talking about.
0: What is your emoji usage like? Is it high?
2: Um, because the
0: other thing is we would like autocorrect now. We'll give you an option where you can go straight to the emoji and not even use the word. Is that is that not manly enough? If you if you're using too many emojis,
2: I mean, <laughs> I, I think you're. I think you're. Uh, I think is it? you not of,
0: manly enough for you, Flab. I'm
2: not, I'm not, uh, I don't mind, I don't find people using. It. I know it's like in certain groups on WhatsApp that you, you, it's it, not the right etiquette to use emojis. Like my brother's group would never use one, not one,
0: not one. I mean, like a heart when you nothing. Just, like, tell each other you love No, no, nothing,
2: nothing, not a single emoji has ever been used in that group and it's been there for about four years, right. Um, Do you lads, what, lads, together tend to not to not to use. It. Where are you at with sending kisses to your gu- your mates, your guy mates?
0: Guy mates? Yeah. Uh, depends on the context. I'm fine with it. As loves a kiss. Do yeah. you? As loves sends a little kiss on the a bit. Thing. A What
3: one kiss or? I now? Mean, yeah. yeah. no, no? I actually don't send kisses to anyone. It's a bit childish. <laughs> a bit childish I've, I've
2: got fucking messages to kiss. Like good night, hope you sleep well. <laughs> kiss. What's your favourite emoji, Flav? Uh, the the crying emoji. Everyone's favourite. Oh, I, I th- hate that.
0: Yeah,
3: well, well,
2: the there's two funny. crying emojis though. There.
0: <laughs> there's <laughs> two crying emojis. There's there's wow that's so funny I'm crying, and there's well now that's so funny I'm crying and my head's turned a bit. <laughs> I
3: like I like upside down smiley. When you prove someone wrong and you just give them an upside down, smile. down smiley. What is that saying though? It's what are you saying? No.
2: I was right again. Upside down, yeah. down. No, no, smiley. What tell us in the comments what does the upside down smiley mean and when's the when's the correct time to use it? I just think it mean when people's being a bit like of a. I can't use a Find the right word. Bit of a, a div. Bit of right. a Dave. Right. Uh, that's it.
0: I um, Do you want to know my one? I'll do it, to, do it to this camera, Adam. If you want. Ready? My favourite, Mojie. <laughs> that, that one. <laughs> I love like that, that one. My, my, my favourites. Sorry, just to explain that if you're listening to the podcast, it's the uh, hands out going, yeah. sorry, it's a, it can be used as in, sorry, or I don't know. Yeah. It's a person. And it looks, it looks a little bit like me, actually. Uh,
2: Mr. Anonymous says, how long would you give Klopp He's in a similar he's in a similar situation in my opinion when Poch took over at Spurs. Um, how is he? What 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 does, what do you mean? Similar similar question. Uh, how's he in a similar position? It's
0: probably not, is he? First, what was Poch's his first season like?
2: Uh, mediocre. Right. He was we finished about mid table, uh, similar zero goal difference. Um, so he did worse than Clock. Well, he, he he was kind of at that period of transition. He was getting rid of big, big players, and young players were coming in. Right. So we ended that, in that first season. Uh, have had both had vice our uh, captain and vice captain left the club in in Adboya and Cabal and then uh, we ended it with Kane as the four, first striker when we had Soldado and Adiboye there, and we had Bentaleb, and all right, yeah, so and and made the
0: table, and then what happened the year after? that then he finished second.
2: No, then we finished. Uh, we finished third behind Arsenal. Then we finished very much like seven. Liverpool.
0: So he finished eighth, third, and he's now in his third season. So you finished second in your third. It's season. At, yeah, f- yeah, So well, and it doesn't at this moment in time look like it's going as well as it has done for Poch in his third season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How much time would you give if Pochettino had had a difficult season start to his third season? Would you Would you be like the milk's turned sour yadda 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 um, take yourself back there for a second can you remember that far back
2: yeah I I don't know what what was the question I wasn't listening
0: <laughs> right <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, I'm trying to
2: pull how can I style how do I don't get out I can't style it <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wasn't listening to it. <laughs> in a two man conversation I'm right. really sorry I'm being honest with you I it's wasn't right listening to what about, you man. said
0: uh, well, I kind of knew anyway right. so first season right yes. <laughs> he's trying to concentrate <laughs> first season yeah first season you did pretty much the same thing as Klopp you finished mid-table Klopp finished 8th yeah right next season you finished 4th yeah. they finished 3rd yep. so very similar yep. right now in present day with Klopp he's not having the best of starts of the season mhm in your third season, same. Um, you were you finished second, in you yeah yeah. Right, we're like fifth or sixth, s- sixth now. But if you had started not great at that season, I get you. Would you would you be like the milks turned sour? So, no, I doesn't.
2: wouldn't because of the exact same reason why Liverpool fans still love Klopp. They he embodies how they feel about their club. He's mm-hmm. a kind of personification of the feelings inside themselves for Liverpool, and I completely, that means so much. You know the same reason that having Holloway in charge of QPI means so much to you, even though, you know, average, <laughs> so, average at best. No, he's not even average. Either. he's Low par. It's probably on par of what you can get. And i anyway. Uh, and and, and Poch is the same. You know, I I get that we haven't won any trophies, but I it,
0: the way he makes me feel and when I listen to the, the when he talks, it's just like he's the bollocks. But that's it. I think that's the same for Liverpool fans. And I think if you're not getting that from him, if you're not getting that from Klopp, if you can't kind of drink that Kool-Aid, as PJ likes to say, yeah. then you're like, I mean, you you need to cheer up a little bit, I think. Mm. You want someone to make you think that your team and club is important and magical and that you can do anything. You're not listening, you know?
2: I am, <laughs> I, am, I, am I am. I'm trying to set up the next question.
0: Right. And <laughs> so, I've just got my <laughs> And so yeah, so I get swept up in it. I would say to Liverpool fans.
2: Yeah, I mean Garrett, Garrett, who's obviously a big fan of uh, Long Ball Street and all, all the other strands we do. Ex pundit, fan. A, ex ex fan pundit. Wasn't sacked. Hasn't joined the league. Hasn't <laughs> joined the Don't league. the app,
0: please. Join the league. Add me as a friend, James Orkard. Wrong and I'll, podcast. I'll invite you to the league.
2: <laughs> he goes I've not no real problem with Klopp at the moment. We'll see how things go. Which is in that that kind of sentiment in direct contrast across to what you hear from most Liverpool fans.
0: Yeah, well, it's because angry.
2: Most of them love Klopp. Klopp <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as it wasn't even not really in the scale section Cloth. Um alright that's it
0: and it descended into a farce question tell me how you agree that City are playing the best football in the league <laughs> upside down face upside down face <laughs> Matthew Nuttall I don't really know that doesn't seem to be a question mm. um, I think that's yeah not think too many too questions too stuff, John,
2: John Vontan actually asked earlier he says is, is Tottenham a rough area because uh, he used to live in Edmonton yes Tottenham is grim mm. but I so love it yeah. I absolutely love it I lived there for three years um, so I'm allowed to say that it's grim and I'm allowed to say that it's not a very nice people f- f- for other fans of other clubs to, to come and but visit. did you just mean the area? You mean the I state? think he means the area yeah I mean there's going to be a lot of changes in Tottenham I mean, the, the, the building of that stadium has far reaching impact on the area in some ways it's very good because it's going to bring, bring lots more money into the area and it desperately needs it but it's also going to push the, the the value of local property up, and it's one of the most po- poverty-ridden districts. Is that going to push people out though? I think it will push local residents out. Yeah, um, that's bad, right? Yeah, of course, it's a bad thing. It's gentrification essentially. Um, you know, you it won't be long before you have cereal shops opening up and all that kind of shit. Um, the problem, what? So just to get put into perspective, how how poor Harringay, uh, how poor Tottenham is. Harringay, when Two years ago, when I did a, did a study for my previous job, Harringay was the fifth most p- po- poverty-ridden district in all of Great Britain. The really? fifth most. Harringay, on the east side of the borough has... Sorry, west side of the borough has Muzzle Hill, Crouch End, in the part of Highgate. These three areas are so rich. So how poor must Tottenham Wood Green and South Tottenham be in order to make the whole district fifth poor? They mu- it must be among wow. the worst places... Um, and poverty was terrible. So you know, in once in one fashion, you know, it's a good thing that that Tottenham are building there and investing in the area. What it, what really happens is you just push the poverty away. You don't deal with it. So hopefully, you know, and I already know that what we first signed up to and the amount of responsible, sorry, um, you know, government housing as a part of the new build has been reduced, um, which is kind of shameful if if it is true. Yeah. Um, you know, there is a, there's a, a lot, good and bad, that's going to come with that, that new stadium.
0: I think it's a massive problem throughout London um, that the poorest are the ones who are getting pushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was chatting to someone about the other day, that the, what you see in uh, other, a lot of other cities like, like Paris, the, you know, the centre, the, the centre of Paris, or yeah. um, well, most of Paris, it's for rich people and it's actually the poorest that people are on the uh, on the suburbs on the, on the outskirts yeah actually London's always it's kind of bucked that trend for quite a long time yeah like, like I'm from Surrey which is like an affluent place and which is also nothing to do with London but sorry it's just outside of London that's yeah. my point is that like the, well, yeah, the, the, yeah. the rich people were outside of London and went into to commute oh, I'm not rich by the way i just make that clear <laughs> middle class but wow whatever um, so why are you I don't I just want to
2: make that clear oh you yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not I've a problem if you are. No, no, it's I not. mean it's nice. I know it's not. It's I, not. Know. I mean, it must be it must be nice though. I'm just
0: trying to be factual. right but what you're seeing now is the opposite. Like that, it's gonna go the other, it's gonna go the other way around because people are getting pushed out for such a long because it's uh, it's insane to to buy a place in London or mm. to, I mean even to rent it's difficult. It's it difficult is in pocket,
2: impossible, absolutely impossible. In fact, do no birds in that? I mean, you haven't got any questions. Oh, I have
0: an update.
2: <laughs> oh, I forgot this. Oh, don't. Your own fault. All oh, right, fuck yeah. it, leave it. No, no, oh, okay, okay. He's got a date tonight, eh? second oh, date, yeah. second <laughs> big date, boy! All <laughs> right, Go <laughs> yes,
3: son! Oh, my God. What's going on? I'm, What's I'm, wait, I'm considering not going. What? what? You've got no. to. Be. I just can't really be bothered.
2: Wow. Wow, wow. he's getting so much that he can pick and choose interested women.
3: I was actually asking everyone on here earlier what I should do. Obviously, that was it going.
0: Yeah, like, man, this could, be your, this could be your future wife.
3: It's not.
0: You don't know no, that. It's know always that. the one that you, you weren't sure about yeah. going to, that that's the one, mate. Ask her...
2: Ask, is, that, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ask her... So, ask her... Yeah. Ask her... But, first date... First question, sorry. Ask her, how do you feel about me? Where is this going? That's, <laughs> she, tackle it early. Tackle <laughs> it early. <laughs> Be brave and bold. That's what we mean what's like. Um, bold,
0: brave behaviour. What's, she, uh, what's the story so far? Um, we
3: went for a last week. It was, I liked her. She was cool and mm-hmm.
0: um, got on well but spark <laughs> he don't like a boat he don't like
3: a boat
2: yeah <laughs>
0: he don't like, buy a fit you shallow mother <laughs> I didn't man. say
3: anything um, Adam
0: is not keen on her face
3: but but yeah like it, I, so I'm not like desperate to see it again but I, I agree to, to okay,
2: yeah I mean look don't don't mate you should go if you agree to go don't fucking How this, do you... this is me being serious don't she, she, if she's looking forward to it and you bin her off, she's gonna fucking it's gonna make her feel bad. Yeah. So just go, no, be a man, fucks, be a man yeah. of your word and go.
0: Yeah, just go this one last time and then leave it. Do, what do you when you <laughs> when you don't want to do it anymore? How do you phase them out? Just fizzle. Just I'm sh- an ex straight up fizzle. fizzle. Are you? Yeah. What's your so hang on? So I'm going. Just, I'll be just, I'll be the girl. Yeah.
3: So just longer some, longer time before you reply. Right. Okay. Um, like yeah. less friendly replies.
0: Right, so so this is tomorrow morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do you live? Your so, life? So, no, wait, wait Let's not, have the conversation. So, like... I'm texting, right? You yeah. text you text back in, in verb, verbal it. Right. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Do it. So morning after, hi oh, Adam, oh what well, that was such a great time. Cinema, not really the best date, if I'm honest. Would have preferred to go for dinner. Um and it would have been nice if you paid some of it, but doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> How um t- I had a great time, you seem really cool, Um, don't do the thing with your hands again, it's just a bit odd. Um, And what was that? I feel really funny and groggy this morning, what did you put in my... Anyway, forget that, (laughs) I'd love to see you again this weekend. (laughs) Let me know if you're free.
2: Firstly, how long do you leave, and then what do you (laughs) say? To
3: that, if it, I would never reply to that. You just wouldn't reply? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if I'd done what he just
0: suggested. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Basically, are you free Saturday? Um, not this
3: Saturday. Maybe next week. Obviously. Oh, oh, oh. Saturday,
0: no, Olive Branch. That's a, right. Nobody. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, you ne- have to, okay, that's no. to offer that. Fine, it has fine. to be gradual. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Great. Fine. No problem. When next week? When next week? And where?
3: Um, upside
0: down, and Smiley. Just that all,
3: never specify. Just always be kind of vague. Be like, um, probably midweek will suit me. Um, let's go cool, cool. Look, name a time. Let's do it now, because I've got. I'm really right, busy next week, I so it'd be best. Oh, no, but I, I want yeah, to see I, you. I but want I
0: want there. to see you. And you've said next week, so tell me a time. I'll book somewhere. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying to that? Right, then I don't reply. Then you don't yeah. reply. Then really straight <laughs> up. Is that? Pie yeah, face. Wow.
2: Well, your <laughs> problem is Adam, right? Is you're too good looking. He's too good looking. He's had too much success with women. That's his problem. Have a finger out for the men, not me. The men out there. What's the? I
0: tell you what. What's the least fizzle uh, a breakup you've had? Have you ever gone, look, love? Not for me. You're not for me. That <laughs> is not <laughs> no, up to no, it. No. Well,
3: that's I've all right. That. I'm, I'm not. I'm not like rude to them.
2: No, oh, he's a lovely right. boy. He's a lovely boy. Thank you very much, Adam, for sharing all of your information once again. Um, I mean, if best you, of luck. Yeah, best of luck Have tonight. Don't tin her off because that's out of order. I'll just do what you want I don't care I don't know alright that's it thanks for joining us on the Long Ball Street Podcast remember to join us on the other Ball Street for the long uh, for what's it called one for the weekend yes um, James would make a much better therapist than Psycho Flav get your questions in
0: I would love to be a
2: therapist <laughs> there we go I'll answer it all maybe next week yeah alright see you later. see you at the file post